48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Julian Quayle. The top story is at least 50 people are killed in Taiwan's worst train crash in almost four decades. The SAR reports seven new local COVID cases and says one of them is from an unknown source. And new U.S. unemployment figures show a jump of more than 900,000 as stimulus measures kick in. At least 50 people have been killed in a passenger train crash in Taiwan. Hundreds of others have been freed from the wreckage after being trapped for hours. The train derailed as it emerged from a tunnel. BBC's Cindy Su is in Taipei. Images on TV show rescue workers cutting the mango train carriages to reach trapped passengers, while mobile phone footage shared by survivors shows them using the flashlight on their phone to escape. Firefighters say some of the carriages hit the wall of the tunnel. The authorities have suggested that the accident may have been caused by a construction lorry that slid onto the tracks from a nearby slope, hitting the train. Local media say the driver of the vehicle had not set the handbrake before walking away. This woman escaped from the wreckage. All of a sudden, I just fell from my seat to the ground. I hit my head and it was bleeding. Because there was no space on the sides in the tunnel, we had to climb onto the carriage roof to walk out. Hong Kong has recorded seven new local coronavirus cases, including one infection with an unknown source. The Centre for Health Protection's Dr. Chuang Shukkuan said the 33-year-old patient is unemployed and lives in Chongkwang-o. He had bought takeaways from several restaurants in Phase 2 of the Metro City Mall. Dr. Chuan said since a renovation worker who worked there was earlier diagnosed with COVID, authorities are therefore ordering anyone who has been to the mall since March the 19th to get tested for COVID-19. We order mandatory testing for the whole mall, not only those restaurants, because we do not think the transmission occur in the restaurant. We do not know whether there is transmission, but it uh, if it happen, it may be only um, for the, I mean, who walk around in the mall. There are also 12 imported cases. The sister of national security suspect Andy Lee says she's finally heard from her brother, who's been quarantined after being brought back from the mainland. Miss Lee said on social media the family had digested the information. She complained she was not able to confirm if he was in Hong Kong as the authorities had refused to reveal his whereabouts after he completed his jail term on the mainland for crossing the border illegally and was sent back to Hong Kong last month. Police say they've dissolved a syndicate that allegedly cheated banks out of 85 million Hong Kong dollars in credit card fraud. Officers arrested 24 people on suspicion of conspiracy to defraud and money laundering. Police said the syndicate had allegedly set up a number of shell companies and recruited some puppets to make credit card transactions with the companies. The companies then cashed out the payments, but the puppets never repaid their credit card debts in full, the police said. Official figures released in the United States show that the number of people with jobs rose by 916,000 in March. The BBC's Andrew Walker has more. The gains in employment were widespread, but were especially strong in leisure and hospitality, where the number of additional jobs was well above a quarter of a million. That's a sector that's been especially affected by official restrictions and voluntary social distancing. There was also a marked increase in the number of people working in education, health and construction. There were large declines in the number of people unemployed and in the number not working and not seeking to. Although the new figures do show the employment situation continuing to improve, the number with jobs remains below its pre-pandemic peak by more than 8 million. 
Vietnam has appealed to wealthy countries for help in obtaining the 150 million coronavirus vaccines it will need to inoculate its population. The BBC's C.D. Hatton reports. Vietnam's been praised for implementing strict regulations early on in the pandemic, keeping the number of COVID-related deaths to just 35. But it hasn't been so successful in procuring vaccines. It's scheduled to receive around 4 million doses from the global COVAX scheme by the end of May. But that will do little to reach the government's target of inoculating 70% of the population. China has expressed grave concern about the situation in Myanmar, where the military authorities have used violence to suppress the anti-coup protests. The foreign ministry said Beijing wants to see calm restored and bloody caches were in no one's interest. A UN human rights official told the BBC that the situation in Myanmar, with 540 people killed, was spiralling rapidly towards greater violence. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The European Union say world powers and Iran have agreed to meet for talks on the 2015 nuclear deal in Vienna next week, with officials also having separate contact with the US. The announcement was made after the remaining signatories to the agreement held a meeting earlier today. A Russian court has fined the US tech firm Twitter 85,000 US dollars for failing to delete posts that encouraged illegal actions, including urging children to take part in unlawful protests. The cases were opened following protests across Russia against the jailing of the prominent criminal criminal critic Alexei Navalny. The court in Moscow is also hearing cases against Facebook, Google, TikTok and Telegram. Health workers in Guinea are hunting for suspected carriers of the deadly Ebola virus, after they fled a town where the first case in nearly a month was confirmed yesterday. After the case was detected, residents of Soluta barricaded roads into the town to stop medical staff searching for those who had come into contact with the infected person. The G7 group of industrialised countries has condemned the killing of civilians and other abuses in the Tigray region of Ethiopia. Ethiopian federal troops and their allies have been accused of atrocities during their war against Tigrayan regional forces, which began in November. Here's the BBC's Mary Harper. The G7 nations who make up some rather big donors to Ethiopia, such as the United States and various European countries, they've come out with this very strong statement, not only calling for immediate humanitarian access, uh, an end to the war, but also the withdrawal, the verifiable withdrawal of Eritrean forces who've been very active in the region of Tigray. The wife of a jihadist fighter in Tunisia is reported to have blown herself up along with her baby daughter after her husband was killed in a security operation. The BBC's Sebastian Usher has more details. During the latest operation by Tunisian security forces in the Kasserine region near the Algerian border, several jihadist fighters were killed, including the leader of a group linked to IS. The wife of one of the fighters shot dead in the raid is reported to have then detonated an explosive belt. It not only killed her, but the baby girl she was holding. Another daughter, just three years old, is reported to have survived and is now being treated in hospital. Now it's time for a look ahead to the weekend's football with the BBC's John Bennett. Football Look Ahead from the BBC. This is John Bennett at BBC Global Sports. After the final international break of the season, the Premier League is back and it's the home straight in the race for the top four 
and the battle to avoid relegation. Informed Chelsea get the weekend underway when they play West Brom, who are firmly rooted in the bottom three, 10 points from safety. Chelsea are unbeaten in 14 matches since Thomas Tuchel took over as head coach. With a 14-point lead at the top of the table, there's no doubt that Manchester City will be Premier League champions this season. But they have a tough week coming up. It starts against third-place Leicester City, who beat Pep Guardiola's side 5-2 in September. Then they meet Borussia Dortmund and their star striker Erling Haaland on Tuesday in the Champions League last eight. Liverpool will also have one eye on an upcoming Champions League quarter-final when they take on Arsenal this weekend. Jurgen Klopp's side are five points off the top four in the Premier League. In the relegation scrap, Fulham could move out of the bottom three if they beat Aston Villa and 17th-placed Newcastle lose to Tottenham. Newcastle are on an awful run of 13 defeats and just two wins in their last 20 games. And the big question this weekend is, can history repeat itself when Leicester City hosts Manchester City? The Foxes are the only team to score more than two goals against Pep Guardiola's side in a match this season, winning the first league encounter 5-2 in December. Here's the Leicester boss, Brendan Rodgers, on how they did it. They really dominate the ball. So that really limits you. I think probably an average, any team will have between 26 and 36% possession against them. But what is then important is how you then attack. You have to then, when you do have it, really exploit the space that's there and play with the quality. And, and we were able to do that in, in the first game. A captain's armband, which the Portuguese football star Cristiano Ronaldo threw away in disgust, has been auctioned for around US dollars Ronaldo's gesture came in the dying moments of Portugal's World Cup qualifier in Serbia last Saturday after a debatable refereeing decision denied him a last-minute winner. And to end the news, the top story once again, at least 50 people are killed in Taiwan's worst train crash in almost four decades. And that's the news from RTHK.
has started for the second hour of the Late Show for this Good Friday, the 2nd of April 2021. That is ELO, Don't Bring Me Down. I'm Simon Wilson, sitting in for Uncle Ray, the world's most durable DJ, is staying safe during the current COVID spike and will return as soon as it's safe to do so. In the meantime, playing the music of the 50s through 80s till 11.30, then we're going to slow things down with some assorted ballads and easy listening. Take us all the way through till one with of course a hint of that late night nostalgia get your requests in two double three double eight two six six is the number freeze i'm a baker put your hands in the air give me all your money moving on with the sound of boney m my baker the meanest cat from old chicago town <laughs> 